What's up, fucks? Welcome to episode six of Casting Couch. Today I'm joined with my friend and former coworker Carson. What's up? What's up, dude? How are you? I'm good. That's so good to hear. Me and Carson just indulged in some ganja medicine, and it was just absolutely beautiful. So, you know, pardon the slowness of the episode, <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. Here's a quick reminder. If you're listening on Apple Music, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, don't forget to check out my fucking YouTube channel, Chappy Tits. It's that simple. C-H-A-P-P-Y Tits. It's that easy. And that's also my Instagram and Snapchat if you're interested. Now, let's just get right into it. So you had an orgy recently. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Make sure, Mike, right, like you're one inch away. Like yeah. You can almost okay. Oh, shit. Now I can make sense now. Now you can like hear how you sound like a podcaster and shit? Yep. Okay. All right, bro. Yeah, so go ahead. Tell me about the orgy. Whatever whatever details you're willing to share, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, okay. You know, if you got to make up some fake names, that's okay. Okay, so basically, it's nothing like too crazy, but it's just like more like, holy shit, I had an orgy type shit you know no 100 percent. that's how i would feel like it's just like a super dope flex like i had an orgy isn't that sick no yeah like when we fucking when i just saw you it's like oh yeah i had an orgy last week like you're like yeah sick shit that's fucking sick i was so happy to hear that <laughs> but i want i want to know like how how'd it go did you like accidentally touch ass cheeks with someone just like oh my bad no 100 percent like, fucking smacked carlos's ass Okay, so Carlos, we're just gonna go ahead and dox you really quick. Carlos is your home, your homeboy. Yeah, so Carlos your, your is your like, main man, your best friend. Yep, straight up day one tight shit. Shout out to Carlos. Unfortunately, he couldn't be here today because he slept in. Yeah, he out too late last night. However, I feel like it kind of worked out for the best because if Carlos was here, he would probably have to be sitting somewhere off camera, and he would like want to talk so bad he'd be like, bro, and just like yeah. you know. So I think it worked out for the better, but maybe eventually if I get more mics, you know, more cameras or some shit, we can do an episode with all three of us, you know? Yeah, for sure. That'd be beautiful. But uh, yeah, bro. So where was this orgy at? So it was at one of my homies house. So we were, everybody was just kicking it one night or whatever. And like, these are some like newer homies type shit, you know? So it's like nothing too serious. So we get pretty cool with all these homies type shit it's like me carlos and then some three other girls i'm not gonna say names obviously but we all were fucking kicking it one night and we oh my god dude i'm fucked <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying you, to, you realize <laughs> that when you're trying to like put words <laughs> together and follow a thought you're like oh damn i'm kind of high no yeah definitely i'm like can't speak for shit but fuck it so we were just all kicking it one night and like we met these homies everything became cool oh watch the mic watch oh, the mic. fuck dude so hard <laughs> it's okay okay I got, you'll, you'll be an expert at it by the end of the episode i promise no yeah so we had a group chat with these homies so we we became cool with them as like some homies house or whatever it got introduced there's five of us me and carlos and two other no three other girls and we become cool type shit. We start texting. Then one day at work, I'm in a group chat and like I'm checking the group chat and one of these, like one of the bitches are like, I'm horny as fuck. Then like, well, like and when you say bitches, you don't mean that in a misogynistic way, right? You just mean like, oh fuck. Yeah. We just gotta, we gotta watch that just a little bit on the podcast. You know oh wait, no, it's not misogynistic at okay, all. For sure. Let this, me, is, this is a f- pro feminism podcast. Okay. 
Hundred percent. We love women. We I do. I do love and appreciate women. The past two episodes were with women. With Jesus Christ, with women, because you know I just feel like a lot of women have stories that they don't have like a place to like share that shit. You know, I mean not just women, like a lot of people in general, a lot mm-hmm. of people in the world just have a lot of shit they can share. But you know, that's like that's the whole point of casting couch. You know, it's not it's not all fun and games. It's also kind of like wholesome, and you know. I'm trying to spread positivity. But anyways, so uh, three women, you, Carlos, uh, you said it was in your basement? No, a homie's basement. Oh, okay. Yeah, never do that shit at your own crib. But besides that. Don't shit where you eat. Exactly. As they say. That's why you don't sell drugs in your own neighborhood. Smart. Yeah. Fair enough. So basically, (laughs) okay, so besides that, fuck. I'm not talking about the bitches no more. We're, we're transitioning to women. The whammon. The whammon. The whammon. Got it. Okay. So one of the women in the group, they texted the group chat. They were like, yeah, I'm horny. And we're like. Wait, while they were there in person, they texted the no, group okay, chat? Okay. So I was. Oh, yeah. So be- before that. So I was at work just working a normal site or whatever. One of my extra shit. And I'm like just chilling there. Then like a the group chat. That probably popped. made no sense to some of you what he just said, but we're gonna get into the job and shit that we used to work. We're gonna get into that after. No, the yeah, orgy. that'll be like more. Yeah. So just yeah, just stay patient. No, yeah. So we were. Um, so I was at work. Then I just checked my phone. The group chat. It's going off because one of the girl, one of the women, they were like, "You can say girls." That's oh, fine. I know that. <laughs> I gotta like think. Not everybody is so uh, accustomed to don't like certain words yeah yeah for sure no it's definitely that's part of um being like trying to entertain people that's kind of frustrating for me sometimes is like there's somewhere it's like you literally just gotta watch even though it's really dumb and it's like but no like, yeah like yeah i love women i say bitches like type shit like oh those are my bitches type shit like oh, not like okay. it's like so you say it like you're one of them you're not saying oh it like condescending yeah. no hell no you're like those are my bitches no yeah okay that sounds bad i mean like no i'll be like what what's up bitch? bitches like what a bitch no okay yeah okay i get yeah that. Like, i get that we're all like super close like we're all really good homies now <laughs> type shit and all of us were like used to saying oh that's my bitch right there okay and so you mean it like you're just in touch with your feminine side you feel no 100 percent. Yeah. that's how me and carlos are yeah yeah, so let's go back to the story. The so, orgy. Yeah, so one of them texts the group chat, and it's like, I'm horny. Then I was, I looked at the chat. I was like, oh, my God, LMAO, me too, type <laughs> shit. As a joke, like, then all of them else are like, oh, we're horny. Then one of them said, just said, fuck you, let's have an orgy. And I was just like, so then I called up Carlos on the phone. I was like, are these women dead ass right now? Because, like, all three of them, you know, all you can like the message on iMessage. All three of them liked it. I mean, Carlos are just sitting there looking like they're actually about it. We're, like, pretty, like, interested. So then I... Wait, can I get some water? Yeah. I'm starting to get caught in mouth, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. You're good. No worries. This is the real world, kids. The wacky tobacco ruins lives. Yeah, definitely. No, no it does not. Um legalized no. marijuana yeah legalized marijuana for sure but anyways keep going okay so i'm on facetime with carlos and we're looking at i mean i'm talking to him about it. i was like are you about it and he's like fuck you like whatever happens happens type shit like that's kind of good it energy is. bro carlos yeah. just got good energy like that mm-hmm. and that's just kind of how like we are we're like hey whatever fuck it whatever happens happens just don't get a felony 
almost caught a felony the other night too but that's besides the point do you want to talk about that or no no yeah 100 percent. Oh. there's nothing crazy it's just street racing oh okay yeah all right all right yeah but got clocked 60 over the speed limit on a mountain road god damn brother and i was tailgating a cop they, uh, they threatened to arrest me but it was 2 a.m and they did not want to do the paperwork because he was yeah. off shift yeah okay that's totally fair i feel that yeah okay so that was that so me and carlos are just chilling there like on facetime type and when like we're looking at the group chat we're like hey fuck it whatever happens happens that's just kind of how we are we're just like shit happens it's in the past it happens or whatever happens we're just like fuck it might as well it's like a fuck it or fucking moment so we were like all right tonight and we're like fuck it let's just all kick in and stuff we all everybody comes over a few of us start drinking i don't drink personally because i have a liver disease so i got to stay away from alcohol but everybody was not drunk everything was consensual have to put that out there they were not blackout drunk no we do not condone none of that very good very good i'm glad i'm glad you said that yeah so everybody is getting to a consensual drunk that's the best way i feel like that's a good way just getting a nice buzz going yeah everybody's chilling everybody's feeling themselves because like especially me i get shy but if i smoke make sure that mic is a little closer there you go okay with me i get shy but if i smoke it makes me more like bolder like i'm chilling type shit i can actually spit game talk to women because if i'm sober i cannot talk to women that's super interesting that weed makes you more outgoing it does the opposite to me bro yeah it's definitely i don't know makes me more shy bro it's weird (laughs) i don't know it just makes me kind of just not really want to socialize like i'm just like chilling like being alone like doing my thing but if it's like a kickback then like yeah good vibes for sure yeah with with if the boys are there then it's a good time but it's like going to like a party or some shit did you knock over the water no okay for sure careful of that let me put it back on the stool because that's gonna that's gonna worry me you don't want to f- mess up all the yeah, bro, electronics. Yeah, that water spills. Yeah, the electronics and shit on the floor. Whoa. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so you're all getting a little buzzed, getting to a consensual level of drunkenness and horniness, and then what happened? Um, Pants off? So what happened was is that Carlos, he was messing around with this one homie, this one girl, and they just started making out on the couch. And then they were like, Everybody, I don't know. They were just like, we're just all chilling, watching movies, occasionally making out type shit. We're just all chilling. But it's kind of weird because there's two boys and three girls. Kind of odd numbers there. But I feel like it's kind of beneficial. But we were just chilling. Then one of the girls grabs me and he's like, hey, come with me. I got to go talk to you in the room. I was like, oh, okay, sick. Let's see what she, like, let's go say what's up. She looks at me. She's like, we're having sex. I was just like... <laughs> i've never had a woman be this bull before i'm kind of shy like that's like mommy moment for real dog dude that's sick that's actually really dope yeah i wish i had that damn (laughs) that's awesome yeah it was definitely like female empowerment is a dope thing bro yes i love dominant women women you should keep doing your thing keep being doms for definitely yeah so so i'm like yeah so we get into it we do our consensual activities and then I go back out into the room. They were they were like they're like, What were you guys doing in there? You guys were in there for like a half an hour. Make sure the mic is pointed oh, fuck, at dude. you. Like, you don't have to keep it so close. Just like point it up down because if you point it down at your mouth like yeah. that, then Yeah, like when you're There we go. There you go. Ooh. Oh, look at that. That's perfect. 
You sure? You look like you're doing like an ab exercise. No, it's, trying to I sit have the. Up. Oh, you have. Okay, you're good yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bring it a little closer. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Perfect. Okay, now we're good. So we come out, then they were like, What were you guys doing? We we're like, Nothing. We we're just talking type shit. And then one of them, everybody can kind of realize what we did. And then. Wait, what? so y'all banged and then like like all the way? Like you busted a nut and then you were done? Yeah, we like did our thing type shit. <clears throat> okay, okay. And then uh, we go back out there. Then Carlos and the other girl were like, fuck this shit. Then they go into the room too. And they start fucking. And we're like, I was like, damn, bro. Then like the two girls, they started making out. And I'm just chilling there. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm already <laughs> nutted. I'm just like tired out. Then, like you weren't even horned up anymore? No, I still was. My sex drive is crazy sometimes. But only with like, it all depends on the circumstances, the substances. For sure. That makes sense. That are not, still consensual with the substances. Because um, you were just you were just baked, right? No, yeah, for sure. I don't, yeah, don't do anything really else crazy besides smoke weed now so um we were like let me think where we were so we were there's okay so they started making out and shit i was just kind of chilling there on my phone watching tiktok and shit and then it's kind of weird to think about then there's two girls making out on the floor (laughs) and then they were like come down here i'm like what so then i start making out with one and like we're it's kind of weird going back then I was just, they were like, damn, we're trying to fuck you. It's like, no. So they said that to each other and they were like, damn, we should fuck. The two girls said that. Then I was just like, oh, cool. I was just chilling there. Then they look at me and they're like, do you want to have a threesome? Two, they were like, do you want to have a threesome? I was just like, uh, of course. <laughs> Bro, it's like a dream come true. Yeah, like they both like look a kid at, in a candy store. Oh, you don't know what to fucking say. No. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> i was just sitting there I was like this has never happened to me because like when i was in high school i was a very like i don't know what the word is introverted it's yeah like yeah. close Shy? to myself yeah yeah I, i'd even get like a globe type shit till i was in like 11th grade i used to be i look like i because of my liver disease i look like i was like dead type shit like was shit really bad at that point in time kind of and just like kind of how i carried myself was not the best okay fair enough i was really bumming it out Fortnite, grinded Fortnite all day type shit. So I never talked to women or touch grass. So I'm chilling there and they look at me. They're like, do you want to have a threesome? I was just like, yeah, like might as well. And Carlos was in the other room with the one girl for a minute. And I was like, I, I was just like, I don't want to be that homie that goes in there. It's just like, get the fuck out while they fucking. And we, so then we were like, fuck it, whatever. I was like, Carlos, get the fuck out you can go be fuck on the couch while they're fucking and then they're like oh stop type shit then they get up and they agree to go out to the couch and then i go onto the bed and then somebody turns off the lights or some shit and they were like and then carlos and the girl started getting back into it and then i started getting into it with the one girls then we both start fucking like eskimo bros type shit yeah so carlos was in like the 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 couch in Mm -hmm. in the other room and then no we were all in the same room oh okay yeah so we didn't even make it out of the room so you kicked him out of the bedroom yeah but he what like while he was getting out of the bedroom he got into it with the with the girl again and they started fucking again type shit like while we were in the room oh before he got out of the room yeah he didn't even make it they just i said i was like yo get the fuck out bro i was like you can go fuck on the couch. 
And he went to the couch in my bedroom. Not my bedroom, but like, you know, the bedroom that we were at. Okay. <laughs> at the homie's <laughs> house. So he did. He made it onto the couch in the bedroom. No, not bro, out don't there. lie. It was at your house. No, it wasn't. Don't fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Are you trying to hide some details or something? I live with my parents. Okay, well, they're not going to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so where were they, by the way? What? Where were your parents? Oh, not home. <laughs> okay, they were in. Uh, they were in a like down south ish type shit. Okay, got it. Okay, so then what happens? So they don't even make it out of the bedroom. They just make it onto the couch. Then I started getting in with the. Then the one girl were like, "Fuck it, we might as well just fu- like do this shit right now," and it, we just started going at it. Then me and Carlos end up just fucking three girls in my in a bedroom at my house <laughs> that's awesome bro that's so awesome yeah. so like when it was over was there like a weird awkwardness or was it like just no. hella good vibes after, yeah it was good we were, carlos was like what the fuck just happened i'm like bro it's a fucking a fucking situation shit happens dog that's awesome and so we have a high school teacher that is she's a mother to us she's one of the coolest ladies you're no longer in high school though no i'm not in high school i graduated high school teacher yeah my former high school teacher which she she was a high school teacher mine now she's a i need more water bro i got caught (laughs) in my mouth (laughs) okay for sure and so and then when we change topics i'll talk a lot so you don't have to talk so much so you've definitely been carrying the weight for a minute yeah so this is a formal high school teacher i've been out of high school f- for a few years now and no yeah no a year and a half or so hell yeah graduated 2021 yeah hell yeah i graduated 2020 sick yeah surprise i graduated well i'm proud of you dude so we had this former high school teacher cool she's like a mom to to us and me and carlos call her after and we're like we we're just like guess what happened she's like what did you guys do and we're like we had an orgy and she's so proud of us that's awesome bro this teacher sounds so cool no yeah but it's like she's she was a formal former teacher of us but once we graduated we became really good friends with yeah, her i get that her and her like husband and stuff they're beautiful people so shout out mr and mrs te- something yeah person family. yeah definitely that's a name that we cannot say okay for sure um bradshaw yeah, definitely. That's a fucking weird ass name. No, yeah, I was just making. I feel a like guess. that's like a like a Utah name. Maybe Bradshaw for sure. It sounds very polygamist. No, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, sounds like seven wives in one family for sure. Yeah. So the orgy story wasn't crazy. Just basically, it was kind of crazy, bro. It was kind of dope. Like, give it's yourself my more first credit. T- it's my first time ever yeah, having was, an orgy. It was fire, bro. I'm really proud of you, and I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. It so was sick. So we used to work. At the homeless shelters together. Yep. We So we used to work at one in particular, the men's shelter. And we did security for a security company that was hired by these homeless shelters. And um, so isn't the only reason you got hired? Because I was going to... I was going to part-time because the school year was starting up again, right? Yeah. So last summer, I was full-time the whole summer. And then I went part-time at the end of August because I was going back to college for the next two semesters or whatever. Um, And then because I was leaving that full-time spot, they hired Carson to take my place. But the thing is, when I was working part-time, most of the time when I picked up shifts, it was at the men's shelter. So we would work together. 
super interesting shit. But um, yeah, bro. So what what was it like when you first got hired, and like, what were your first few days at the men's shelter? Like, what were your thoughts? You know, shit like that. Yeah. So my very first day actually ever going to the men's shelter was my OJT on the job training. Yeah, which is just basically everybody does it when they first get hired. Just they throw you into the shelters to kind of just show you what the job's about, and you're like shadowing basically. No, yeah, that's basically all it is, yeah. and you learn how to properly search bags. And Yeah, a lot of our job was just searching bags at the entrance of the place and then also running a mag, a magnetometer, which is what they have at, like, TSA and shit, the big, like, thing you walk through, and if you have metal on you, it goes burp, burp, you know? So do you still remember the sound of the mag? I mean, you still work at the company, so you probably... No, yeah. Yeah. I definitely go there a lot, too, how, still. How is shit, bro? How is the company? How is the job? Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of like I've been doing it for a minute now, so it's like kind of like getting old and stuff. Hundred percent. That's just how, like yeah. A lot of a lot of the experiences at first that we deal with, like the overdoses, the fights, all the drugs. At first, like the first few months, you're finally learning everything, getting, and it's like cool. This is interesting stuff. Like exciting for sure. And then now it's just like, oh, I've already dealt with all this shit, and I'm now just dealing with more shit. Yeah, and when you deal with it, like repetitively it's no longer like when you find a big ass like needle filled with heroin it's not like oh dude that's crazy it's like oh god fucking damn it i gotta fill out a fucking witness statement i gotta fucking do all this shit and it's like all right bro just fucking get out of here what's your name yeah found heroin in your fucking bag dumbass yeah it's just like now it just feels like a fucking chore yeah 100 percent. but before like the adrenaline just like it's so interesting because it's like a new world you know the hr guy at our at the company don't say his name uh let's give him a fake name fucking alexander yeah the hr guy <laughs> he has me on like snapchat and instagram and shit and he sees like the advertisements for this podcast mm-hmm. maybe he might listen <laughs> he, no, might li- yeah. he might listen to this episode if he sees you and he's like oh what the fuck <laughs> bro that would be crazy yo shout out alexander if you're listening or watching and um you know, please, uh, please don't fire Carson because we're doing our best to keep the company um, anonymous and trying not to say yeah. any specifics. It's not a crazy huge company. I like it's big, but it's not like super big. Like a lot, a lot make of make sure other you're big. a little closer to the mic. It's not like super big like some of the other companies where you're like, oh shit, that definitely is says who it is. But actually, we're the only ones that will take over the shelters without a gun. So th- that kind of says a lot too. Yeah. For sure. But, yeah. Try to think. I don't know. So, well, yeah. What what were you saying? Like, how was it like when you first got hired? What were your thoughts? Like, it was a very interesting job. Because I used to work at a car wash before this. It's a very big jump, for sure. Yeah. 100%. To, yeah, to security at a homeless shelter. Also, keep in mind, 18-year-old straight out of high school. True. And that's kind of like... And I'm getting surrounded by a lot of sex offenders, ex-convicts. Fuck yeah. A bunch of drug addicts. And then the other part is just people in shitty situations. Yeah. Besides, But those guys are cool. A lot of those guys are really cool. Normal people just in a homeless shelter. I call it shared living. I feel like it sounds better. Less than saying, oh, you're fucking homeless loser. Yeah, homeless kind of has like a negative connotation for sure. Yeah, I just consider it shared living. Then I tell them like, hey, if you're going on a date and they're like, hey, where do you, you live? I'm like, oh, shared living. Got 300 roommates. That do crack. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that sounds more interesting than I'm homeless and I live at a shelter. 
No, yeah, definitely. Sounds better, too. What was interesting is some of the dudes at the homeless shelter, there was this one guy in particular. He got arrested before you started working at the company, so you never met him. I'm going to give him a fake name. Fucking uh, Ellis. Is that a dude's name? Ellis? I don't think so at the shelter that I can, like... No, but I mean, like, is that a male or female name? Ellis? I, I feel like it... Uh, what is it? That not there an Ellis in Left 4 Dead 2? Like, the redneck guy? Isn't his name Ellis? I'm not sure. Okay, but regardless, this dude Ellis was just, like, showing me... Because he was super cool, and I like to talk to him. He was showing me, like, all the Tinder matches he gets, and he was like, yeah, some bitch is coming to pick me up from the shelter right now. And I was like, <laughs> damn, that's crazy. You, like, are open about living at a homeless shelter, and women still are interested in you that kind of like makes me have more faith in humanity a little bit like women are willing to take one for the team and say what up to the homeless guy didn't you take one for the team and take home okay <laughs> it's not like that so i knew a girl before she ever became homeless and then i hadn't seen her in a long time so i maybe I met her in like January of 2021 and then I got hired at the homeless company, the the security company um, in May of 2021. So I hadn't seen her in like three months or something like that because we had a falling off and she moved or some shit. What the fuck was that? Did you hear that? There's a yeah. fucking ghost or something in my house. But regardless, um, yeah, so then one day I was working at the youth homeless shelter, which is like people aged 16 to 23. And she was there. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? What up, Jaden? And I was like, yo, what the fuck? She's homeless now? And so um, I remember one day, like, we were just talking. Like, we were outside the building just talking. And then I was like, like, if you ever, like, need a place to stay or, like, want to hang out or something, like, let me know. Because, like, just because you're homeless doesn't make me see you differently. Like, you're still the person I knew. And, like, I'm still here for you and shit. And then one day we happened, she happened to want to hang out and we had just so happened to, you know, bang, you know, it happens, you know, yeah, but. and I don't feel, I don't feel bad about it at all. I mean, I definitely could have gotten fired. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander's <laughs> listening to this. Holy fuck. I mean, it doesn't matter cause I don't work there anymore, no. but, um, yeah, maybe they won't rehire me. I wasn't planning on going back, but like, fuck bro, you know, <laughs> well, that, that, good, that bridge is now. definitely burned now. Um, but, uh, yeah, so shit happened, you know, one thing led to another and, you know, shit happened, but, um, it's a fuck it or fuck it situation. What? It's a fuck f- it or fuck it. What does that mean? Like you can be like, fuck it. I'm not doing this shit. Like fuck that. Or you can be like, fuck it. Might as well. Oh, it's a fuck it or fuck it situation. Okay. That's a good saying. That's cute. I never heard that before, but, um, yeah, bro. Really interesting shit. Really interesting times. Do you remember, like, the first time you were ever going through someone's bag and you found some drugs or some shit? Yeah. So, I think the first time I ever found drugs wasn't in a bag. It was, we were doing these, we do in-depth searches, like, once every month. We're more like every two weeks now. Fucking suck. I hate touching the people. In-depth searches means you, like, you, you, every so often people, you pat them down. Yeah. And just, make sure, just make sure they like don't have It's like you're getting searched from a cop. Yeah. So, um... We were doing those, and I take this guy's shoe off. I'm like, yo, give me the shoe. Then I find a baggie. This is before I knew what spice was. And it, I was just like, dude, you just got bud. I said, you could have left that shit outside. Then I, like, smelt the bag. I'm like, maybe he got some good bud. Nope. 
Terrible idea. That was fucking spice. Spice is the worst smelling thing in the world. Spice is definitely... If you don't know what spice is, it's also called K2. It's like that wax shit, that uh, synthetic cannabinoid shit. They spray on plants and like... It's super fucking weird. I remember... Dude, spice is just not... It's not cool, bro. It turns people into literal zombies. Like, it's fucking weird what it does to people. I've heard people call it bath salts, but I think bath salts and spice are different. They're different. Bath salts, that's like an opiate, right? I'm not 100% sure. I think if, I don't know if I've even just ever get a dealt little, with somebody. Get a little closer to the mic. Sorry, dude. I don't know if I've ever just dealt with... take it with, out of the thing. Oh, my God. My arms are, like... I don't know. Here, here's, here's the pro tip. Put your... Put your arm under so you support your arm. Oh, this is so much better. Now I can actually. So, you see? Yeah. Okay. Elite pro hacks, brother. Okay. So what were you talking about again? Um. Yeah. So you were smelling spice in this dude's boot. No, I didn't smell it. Like I took the baggie out, and you were like, <laughs> No, I was just like I opened, like kind of opened it up because you can like if it's good weed, you can smell it. You can smell it through the bag, but I kind of like. So as a weed enthusiast, you were like. I wonder if this homeless guy's got some of that good shit. Yeah, and most of them have some shitty. No, but I've never had anybody with good bud. I mean, some of them have bed cards, so some of them come in with like prescription, like cartridges or like some really good bud, and like yeah, yeah. So it happens sometimes, but sometimes. it's very rare. Very. So that's like the first time I found drugs. Ended up being spice. It was just like a little baggie. Then what you do? You fill it out. Fill out a witness statement. Then put it in a drug box and when a cop has the time to come and get it they'll come get it yeah that's basically it it's nothing crazy we don't arrest people we're not cops no we definitely are not we had tasers though and we had to get tased at our company dude i forgot about that i'll play my taser video on the screen right now And then, uh, do you want to send me your taser video and I can play that too? Yours was bad, bro. You screamed a lot. Yeah, I screamed like a little bitch, but maybe not. Fuck, I probably couldn't do that right now because I'll get fired, dog. Uh, are you sure? Unless if we blurred everybody's faces off because the owner of the company's in my video. Yeah, no, I'm all good on that. That sounds like a lot of work. I'll just play my video. I'm not going to go take the time to blur out a bunch of faces. Fuck that. For um, a five-second clip of me screaming like a little bitch. I mean, maybe I'll just play the audio or some shit. I don't yeah, know. That, okay, that well, could work. I'll figure something out. But um, regardless, yeah, bro, how did it feel to get tased? Like, so when, when, when we say tased, we mean we don't just mean, like, get a stun gun and just on the leg. Like, we mean you get, like, the, the shooting taser, you get shot in your back, and then it goes off for five seconds. Like, the gun, the taser has a timer for five seconds. So you're getting zapped that whole time. And um, yeah, so what what was your experience getting tased? Were you spooked? Were you scared? Were you anxious? And like, how did it feel? Yeah, so the person that... You want some more water, brother? You yeah. sound a little parched. Dude, this is a fucking cotton mouth, G. Okay, so the... What is it? So getting tased, the person that was tasing me, she was, like, I'm gonna be honest, that woman was very s- fucking stupid. <laughs> she did not know what she was doing. 
So what they do is they do like taser, taser, taser. Then you get popped with the taser. And she did that for me. And it's like taser, taser, taser. Then nothing went off for like 10 seconds. Like no exaggeration, like 10 seconds? Yeah, I was just waiting there. I'm like, I'm like, yo, like what the fuck? It's like, what are you doing? It's like, you doing it right? Like I go around. Then she like, then she finally like tases me type shit. And it was like, it was so bad. But it like what it feels like is a Charlie horse throughout your whole entire body, but ten times worse. Dude, that's a pretty good description. Fuck, that sounds awful. Yeah, it's not good. Clenches up your whole body. You can't move. Like it demobilizes you for five full five whole seconds, which you're like, oh, it's just five seconds. I could do something with that. No. It's the longest five seconds of your life. Honestly, I didn't think the five seconds were that long. I'm not gonna lie. It felt like an eternity for me. Damn. I hate, I don't do good with pain at all. Fair enough, bro. I wouldn't even describe it as pain, bro. It was the most interesting thing I ever felt. It was like I got shot, one in the top of my back, one in the bottom of my back. And then um, it felt like I got hit by a car, like directly from behind, like the hood of the car hit my back. That's what it felt like to me because like oh, immediately, yeah, like- first thing you get stabbed in two spots and that doesn't feel nice. And then the second thing is your entire my entire back just like got super tense like just in every muscle of my back I just like stiffened up like a board and I was like fuck and then like I couldn't even talk bro it was fucking weird but I remember I was just like gently going down as like the two dudes were like letting me hit the floor and I was just like damn this shit is very unpleasant like I wouldn't even describe it as pain it was just like incredibly like tense muscles and like. I don't know, bro. It was super weird, super fucking weird. But um, I remember once I got out of it, my fucking legs like just fucking like shot out. Like it was super strange, bro. For real. I was thinking that was that would be a good name for the podcast: getting taste and having orgies. Damn, bro. Thank you. That helps with the clickbait for sure. Getting tased and orgies. Yeah, that's definitely no. Getting tased is not fun. Well, they do it for us so we can carry the tasers you don't have to by law it's just our company policy to have the sorry sorry bro i'm just moving this out of the way so it doesn't cover your face yeah so uh they they want us to get tased so if we go to court which I have so many court cases coming up with work um really yeah just from like incidents that happen and then like what the the person involved in the incident like tries to sue our company or something no it's uh basically it's like the city against the person and i'm a witness oh like the stabbing incident i have to deal with oh that makes sense okay yeah so they want us so if we have to pull our tasers and tase somebody they at least want us to say that we've been tased before we know what it feels like we don't want to tase them but it was the safest way that we could have handled the situation so we could win the court case yeah that's fair bro damn that's actually yeah bro that's so true i remember um before i ever got tased because there's a period when you first get hired before you take the taser class like a month or whatever i think that's how long it was for me and during that period i remember i was just like super pumped about the job and i was like oh fuck yeah i hope somebody fucks with me i'm gonna tase the shit out of them and then I remember after I got tased, I was like, I no longer want to do that to somebody. That shit sucked. Like, I, my attitude completely flipped. So, in that way, I'm kind of really glad it happened. And I'm glad we did that. Because tasing, getting tased fucking sucks, bro. I, I don't want to have to do that to somebody unless it's, like, absolutely necessary, you know? No, yeah, for sure. And paperwork, holy shit. 
Yeah, court. incident reports, court documents, shit like that. No, yeah, that's why like the job now feels like a dread because when we deal with this shit, it's like so much paperwork. And if nothing happens that day, even though it'll be boring, you're like, hey, I had a good day at work. I don't have to deal with some bullshit. I liked days that were like kind of medium, like medium busy. Like every now and then someone got in a fight. Every now and then someone had to call the paramedics like like maybe once an hour type shit because then the day goes by quick but it's not super annoying what the days were fucking annoying were like when nothing happens and then like the last two hours like shit just goes like this dude got caught with meth this dude fucking ate this guy's foot this guy fucking shit on the floor oh my god this reminds me how to deal with an incident at a family shelter so we have a family shelter too and this big. If you've ever seen Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith, it kind of it's kind of like that shit, that the family shelter. Yeah. So this lady literally bit the other person's finger off while they're fighting. God damn! In front of kids at a fam like holy shit! Like I feel like sympathy for those kids. Like it's such shitty way to grow up. Like having to grow up in like that kind of environment, surrounded by drugs, violence. The sex offenders is what's disgusting, crazy that they allow them around kids. Wait, there's sex offenders at the family shelter? I believe so, yes. Oh my God, bro. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot of weird... There's a lot of weird dudes when it comes to the shelters. A lot of like rapists and stuff like that that can't get put in the housing because their crimes are so serious. Because nobody wants... They Obviously, they don't have money to pay for a house but no apartment complexes or nothing like that unless if it's another one like the housing advocates that have a lot of sex offenders already they just they can't find anywhere to live i mean i don't blame them i don't want to some like yeah i don't want to live next to a sex offender for sure no actually there's a sex offender that lives like right on the corner oh yeah i have a sex offender that lives two houses up for me in my neighborhood nice is he a nice guy? He looks like a sex offender. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Not going to lie. Oh, bro, that reminds me of former staff at MRC. Holy that became a s- fuck. Aren't we, like, not supposed to talk about it or some shit? Like, it's not, like, a legal thing, right? It's more, like, uh, for company reasons. We don't talk about it at the shelters because the the management over the shelter, like, the director and stuff, they, I don't know, it's kind of weird. I feel like they're kind of protecting what happened to him. But there's a dude at the shelter. Give him a fake name. Fucking. Um, Let's call him Wiz. He looks like Wiz Khalifa. You know who I'm talking about. Super tall dude. He's super tall. He's. Uh, I was talking about the dude who got the the staff member. No. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh. But you're giving uh, the tall dude. Yeah. His nickname's Wiz K. We're not talking about him right now. No, but it will make sense okay, because. Okay he told everybody in the shelter even though we have to keep it quiet what happened he found out from somebody and told Wait, everybody we, in the we shelter we haven't even said what happened oh okay okay so the staff member uh i'm not gonna give him a fake name because that sounds too hard he basically got charged with sexual assault of a child and lewdness in front of a child and Ag- what, aggravated aggravated god fucking damn it bro what a piece of shit but basically the the strange thing is that like literally everybody who met this guy 
felt like he was a pedophile and they they everybody would say it everybody would say this guy's creepy something's off about this guy this guy's a pedophile and then boom he literally is he's literally in jail awaiting trial for fucking sexually assaulting a child yeah it's fucking disgusting and which makes I fucking it worse hated him too god damn it he annoyed oh the shit out of me so fucking he much. was so weird around me he tried to like play fight with me at work he tried to grab all my handcuffs and shit i told him like straight up i was like i don't give a fuck if you're a staff member i'll beat the fuck out of you right now type <clears throat> shit because he kept on fucking with me at work but he would try to like mess with my hood and all that stuff that's when i got to the point i was like dude i'll fuck you up because he's like he's like weird as fuck towards me and also i'm young too i'm, I'm and like, you look pretty young too that's yeah, the other thing i look like i'm like 16 no you look a, a, a ripe 17 and a half yeah it looks like i'm still a minor that's what we can say yeah oh god it's terrible no that's not bad it just looks like i'm not having no that's not what i'm saying i'm saying it's terrible in the context yeah fucking crimes this dude is fucking disgusting like he's fucking weird he always tried to like mess with my hood put it over my head play fight with me but the thing that pushed it over was when he tried to grab my handcuffs and another thing is he's just a piece of shit dude he's racist as fuck he escalated every fucking situation at the homeless shelter. He literally only made things worse. He was power hungry as fuck. He loved kicking people out. He loved exiting people and shit. And I was like, how? Like, and he didn't like me because I, I would always like, I don't know, but as like the staff kind of have like this weird superiority thing over security because like staff is the people who hire security. Um, like we're just there as backup basically. Um, so, I don't know. They always have this weird condescending attitude towards security, but him especially. And I remember one time, oh, hey, Carlos is calling. Should we put, yeah, answer it. Let's oh, put him shit. on. Here, let's give him a call real quick. Let's give him yeah. a call real quick. He just woke up. Okay, I'll put the mic under the, yeah. Yo. Carlos. What's up? You were supposed to come up to Daniels with me, bro. Carlos, you're actually right now on Casting Couch. Do you have anything to say to the people? Can I swear? Uh, yeah, just no slurs or anything. Uh, for bitches get money. Okay, thank you, Carlos. Have a great day. Yeah. Nice. That was cute. Shout out to Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so basically this staff member was uh, just a piece of shit. And I, God, when I found out, I was like... It's so fucked how I'm, it's so fucked up how I'm not surprised at all by learning this. So fucked up how I'm just like, yep, that makes sense. Makes sense that that would happen. But anyways, why the fuck did we get into that? What? Why did I bring that up? I don't remember. Which one about the? Oh yeah, no, no. And then talk about uh, this dude Wiz who stays at the homeless shelter, and he's like some super tall black dude that looks like Wiz Khalifa, and that's why we gave him the nickname Wiz. Yeah, so he's like one of the cool. He's by far the coolest dude in the homeless shelter. He's super cool. He's down to earth. You know, as fuck. you know who I'm talking about? The one that's I think was I know exactly who you're talking about. So with the, with the glasses and the style. Yeah, he dreads literal pimp. He looks like a pimp. He kind of does. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Cool dude is the coolest fucking dude. But the thing is, what a lot of these ex convicts and like really cool dudes there, they fucking hate pedophiles. They hate them reasonably so which makes sense so he didn't like are we going to say the guy's real name because who gives a fuck he's already going to jail anyways 
Fuck it. His name's Zach. <laughs> yeah, his name's Zach. He's a piece of shit. I hope you fucking rot in hell. Okay, all right. I mean, like, damn, besides bro. that, all right. I mean, bro, he's already going to prison, bro. I mean, like, sex offenders definitely don't yeah. do well in prison. Like, he's going to get. He has less about a year left. He's going to kill himself, or he's going to get killed. Just that's how it kind of works. I mean, as fucked up as that sounds, I feel like there's some some realness to that for sure. Yeah. But anyways, so Wiz. So, um, Wiz, he found out. I don't know how. Dude, he, I hope I don't get sued by the fucking homeless shelter. Why would we get sued by the homeless shelter? For talking about their employee who turned into a sex offender. How would we get sued for that? I don't know. I not guess like. It's they, not It's not slander, I guess, because I'm literally saying factual shit that happened. No, yeah. Also, the homeless shelter, it's a great place. I love it so much. Like, Actually, what they do for the guys is actually very good. You know, there is a lot of good shit that they do, for sure. And there, there's a lot of goodness in it, but there's also a lot of corruptness and shittiness. Mm-hmm. And, you, know, you know, it happens everywhere, man. Like, it's, it's really hard to make something like an organization or some shit that's 100% pure, just like good. You feel me? Because like shit always changes along the way. Yeah, there's a lot of bad apples and everything, yeah. basically. Yeah. And so with this dude, Wiz... Um, he obviously disliked this individual because he was racist, super racist to him, always made him. So Zach had a lot of microaggressions towards black people for sure. Like it was super it's, obvious. It stood out to us. Like yeah. we were definitely, we, we, there'd be incidents where we take a step back and we're like, did he fucking just do that? Yeah, for sure. And then now we have to go finish his shit for him where basically he causes problems and we just have to make shit better. Yep, we have to solve the problems caused by the staff who is supposed to solve problems. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So he basically tells everybody. He literally told everybody inside the shelter in a matter, like right when he got arrested, he found out somehow something and that's how everybody found out. Not because of us, because we keep our mouth shut. Like, I like my job, pays the bills right now, kind of got to keep it. If I get fired for this shit, no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think you will. Because I've been nothing bad. We haven't revealed any companies. Mm-mm. The only name we've said is Zach. I think we should be fine. Yeah. And that could be a fake name. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> yeah, so that's basically the dude that's a, in jail now. Yeah, so that's Zach. Um, but uh, I'm here to say homeless people... They're a lot of people are like afraid of them, you know. A lot of people in the general public kind of look at them like they're animals. It's super fucked up, and I really, it really makes me upset, you know, that people look at homeless people and feel superior to them. But, um, I mean, I can't entirely blame them, I can see both sides for sure. But, I mean, you you really got to just look at them and treat them like a human because that's what they are. They're just a person, and I'm not gonna lie, there's a few different types of homeless people I've met over the years. There's the drug addicts. The people who have had really fucked up hard childhoods and are just kind of like broken and lost and don't know what to do with their life. And then there's the people who are situationally homeless, you know, like they go, they get a divorce and lose their job and lose their place. So they have to live at the homeless shelter for a few months, gather money and then leave. And the people like that, they usually do. They leave after a few months and then you're like, damn, I'm like really proud of them. They came here, they did what they had to do and now they're out back in the real world, you know? So, um... And there's, among the homeless population, there are definitely a lot of crackheads, for sure. They happen. It, it definitely happens. And I know they can be really annoying to deal with and difficult to deal with sometimes. And, you know, but 
at the end of the day, you kind of just got to like have sympathy for them because they're humans who just kind of lived lives that were like a lot less fortunate than a lot of us did, you know? They just got handed a shitty deal of cards in, in terms of life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> the the shelter, like, people always just think it's just surrounded. I'm going to make sure we're still rolling on video, and I'm going to go get more water. But, yeah, keep talking. So, basically, um, a lot of the homeless people, people just kind of think the shelters are just filled with... They are filled with um, just crackheads all it is is just crackhead city which honestly i'd say only like 10 percent of them are actually crackheads yeah like five percent like a lot of the shelters are just filled with people in shitty situations drug addicts that can't actually function in a proper living environment because of their addictions but it's really great how there's a lot of the shelters that actually do help them get out of the addiction but they got to try themselves they need to really try themselves to get out of it but like i lost my point oh yeah but it's just filled with like just people that are most of it's just people in shitty situations but those are like the coolest guys that we meet yeah no doubt i'm not gonna lie i've met a lot of really cool people working at the homeless shelters and i've literally like like i saw them as friends like every time i would see them i'd be like yo what's up dude and i'd like have a great conversation with them and shit like Super dope, bro. But, um, yes, there are a lot of fucking weird dudes, sex offenders who can't find housing. You know what's fucked up, bro? Is that sometimes the sex offenders are really nice and cool, and then you find out, and you're like, oh, that makes me not like you at all. Oh, yeah, like, there's that one guy that, that we were like, holy shit. Who walked with the walker? Oh, the little dude? The young guy? Mm. Wait, who are you talking about? Well, I remember there's this one dude that was super cool with us, and... Fuck, I don't know how to... He was like a... He worked... I can't really say much. Get close to the mic. I can't really say much, but you were look, You looked at him, and you're like, oh, shit, that guy's super cool. He's a sex offender. Didn't you get written up for saying somebody's a fucking sex offender <laughs> yeah, at work no, by so the I, old supervisor? I got written up at my old job, the security job, because one day I looked at the sex offender registry, and I looked up the building we were working in, the men's shelter, and I was like... Holy fuck, there's 33 sex offenders here? Like, I literally said it exactly like that at that same volume. And, like, half the first floor heard me. And and then my supervisor pulled me aside and was like, you just, you can't do that. You know? I got to write you up for that. And I was like, all right, fair enough. Fair enough. The old supervisor, though, dude, he's a great guy. I'm going to give him a fake name. Shout out to Carson. Yeah. Shout out to Carson. Not this one the other one no yeah even though i know carson's not your name but you know you know who you are you with your long ass beard and motorcycles and shit you know who yeah yeah, yeah. Dude. super cool are. dude super cool definitely intimidates a lot of homeless people for sure for sure with the long ass beard and the just l- l- rather large person as well you know yeah yeah i lost fuck dude I don't know. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's okay, bro. That's okay. You know, that's what this podcast is all about. It's about being real, you know, being honest. So talk to me about edibles, bro. Edibles. What? Yeah. So right before we started filming, we were walking up the stairs after we smoked a bong outside. And I was like, honestly, I've really been enjoying edibles recently, like a lot more than Bud. And then Carson was like, fuck edibles. And that reminded me of a, one time when you 
So you gave me, and uh, so you came to a party back when we lived at the old apartment, and you gave me some edibles, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, they were ten milligram edibles from like Las Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. And so I took one, and it fucked me sideways, bro. Like ten milligrams was too much. I was like so high, I got a little scared, and then I was like, okay, next time I'm gonna cut that in half. Then the next time I cut it in half and I was super high, but I wasn't too high this time. I was like, this is incredible. This is a great time. And then I told Carson that at work, like whenever, like a week later or whatever. And then he was like, bro, I took fucking 10 or well, how many did you take? Okay. So the, pa- so I had two packages. I got it Yeah. from, so I had ones that had like 10, 10, 10 milligram ones. Then I had one that was 10 100 milligram ones. Goddamn. And I gave, I thought I gave Dan, like, I don't know. I thought the one Daniel had was 100 milligrams ones because he obviously has a higher tolerance than me. I don't though, bro. I'm a giant lightweight. I'm a pussy, bro. Well, at the time, that's what I figured because it was after me done taking like an eight months tolerance break. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. So, um, those, yeah. So I thought the edibles were a hundred, like, 10 milligrams each they turned out to be 100 and i took this was with my ex-girlfriend and i didn't want to take edibles that night but all my homies peer pressured me they're like do it do it do it i'm like fuck it i'm sorry bro oh yeah but it wasn't too bad no it was terrible it was fucking <laughs> terrible so how many did you take so i took about uh, i think like eight or nine so about a thousand milligrams of thc oh yeah actually no they were 150 yeah, they're about 100, 150 milligrams. So that's about 1,000 milligrams of THC after an eight-month tolerance break. Goddamn, brother. Yeah. It was fucking never again. And, yeah, I can't do edibles anymore. That was super weird what I just did with the mic. Like, fucking, oh, my God. Like, that's so loud. Jesus Christ. But, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. Um, uh, But, yeah, explain the high. Like, what did it feel like? Like. Yeah. It was so basically the high felt like so people that have ever tripped before will probably understand the feeling. Like if anyone's done like psilocybin mushrooms, yeah, I'd acid. say shrooms. Okay. Oh fuck, bro! I should talk about my mushroom trip I had recently because I I haven't really told that anywhere, and that shit was incredible. But yeah, go ahead. So it was like if anybody's done any like psychedelics or anything of that sort, man would probably understand the feeling. So basically, I got so high where if you get high enough after not smoking for so long, this is why pe- this is why like a lot of people say take tolerance breaks, then do a shit ton of edibles because it will make you feel like a psychedelic. It'll get to that psychedelic feeling that you can't really get unless if you obviously have never smoked before or have taken a fat ass tolerance break, and that's what edibles can do. So um, basically, I took near a thousand milligrams of edibles and it was like one of those moments where you're like holy shit these edibles ain't shit and you eat a fuck ton more these edible ain't shit fucking (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah it's like one of those like damn these edibles ain't shit moment then you take a shit ton more Uh then then that's when they hit after you already took in like five more biggest mistake ever bro and we've all done that we've all been to the fucking this edible ain't shit phase in our lives you gotta wait you gotta wait at least like two hours okay just give it a chance it's gonna smack probably harder than you expect chances are and 
Oh, I'll give you a video, uh, like a picture that you can post to show how high I was. Okay. Um, let me write down the time for that. What is it? 54 minutes? Got it. Yeah. So basically, I took the, what is it? Yeah, I took all those edibles and it was like one of those edibles ain't shit moment. I took like half of like four or five. Then I took like three, like three or four more. And then that's when they started hitting. And then, so my friend Carlos, Carlos is, I love the dude, but he can be fucking stupid sometimes. If you needed a trip sitter and this guy was your trip sitter, I would tell you to run away. Don't do it. Because he's terrible. (laughs) Because other times when I've taken too much of other substances where I was like tripping, he uh, made shit worse. What does he do? Did he fuck with you? Yeah, like, like, like I was no. Basically, I was <laughs> fucked one time. And Just tickling you? No, no, no. I was by myself. <laughs> that would do. That shit would you throw high. you into it. You had no. Yeah, that shit would throw you, you in a in a good time. <laughs> maybe it just depends on the person. But like, I was so. I would fucked. probably freak the fuck out if yeah. I was like having a bad you're time. Like, like way you're too like, dude, high. You're like you're literally and start, dying. And I start getting tickled. I would. Freak the fuck out. I'm not going to lie. I'm a pretty ticklish person, too. A lot of people don't know that because I keep it hidden. But it's true. Especially on the bottom of my feet. At that point, bro, it's literally like not ticklishness. It's just pain. Like it tickles so bad it hurts. And I'm like going to kick you in the fucking face, you know? Since we're on the topic of toes, what's your thoughts about toes? I, I fuck with feet. I fuck with toes. If they're well groomed, like if they're nicely shaped feet and well taken care of and uh they got like the the toenails painted like white white's yeah. probably my preferred or like french tips or something nice or like some nice red shit dude i'll put that shit in my mouth any day oh, like 100 percent. i always make the joke of my homies i was like dude i would fucking hate to have feet in my like a feet in my mouth right now like fuck that shit i would never want it but in actuality i'm like dude i fucking love feet did you ever try have you ever tried it oh fuck yeah, yeah. i have dude when i was with my ex Every time I hit a missionary, like put the legs up, put, put that shit I in my mouth. I fucking pop them shits in my mouth. She didn't let <laughs> pop me do them in it. there like yeah. some gobstoppers, no, like, Yeah, at first she didn't <laughs> let me do that shit, and I, so I kept on trying, keep on trying. It's like I feel like it's also the same shit with butt stuff, like anal. Like you kind of like it's you like, have to encourage. Yeah, it's a slow it's process. E- to like either side of over. the parties, it's either contr- like <clears throat> yeah. somebody wants to do it. But the other one doesn't really. Yeah, it takes some convincing. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like that's a big step in your relationship. It is a big step for sure. Anal's definitely a big step. Yeah, yeah, but dude, just popping toes in your mouth. Oh my god, feet are a beautiful thing. I feel like. And one way I can explain this without people just—I I bet some people are listening. Like, ew, you guys are fucking weird. Fuck you. First of all, you judgmental bitch. Second of all, you know the the female feet, the curves of the feet are just like the curves of any other part of their body you feel me like i just appreciate the shape of a woman you know like the feet are just part of that i don't appreciate the feet like any more than i appreciate like other curves you know what i'm saying yeah like i just uh, equally appreciate them and like fuck it yeah put those fucking painted well-groomed toes in my fucking mouth no yeah def- sorry to get all horny but uh no feet are a fucking beautiful thing yes they i are. think so homies put your girl's feet in your mouth it will change your life women consider letting your man put feet in put your feet in their mouths or if you're a gay couple it doesn't matter you know just like who cares what you love <clears throat> just put the toes in your mouth dog it's love not that you bad love feet in mouth even if you don't love them and it's a hookup 
if they're about it put the toes in your mouth <laughs> even only if they're groomed though because yeah no that yeah it, 12 it, hour shift in your mouth yeah no you definitely that. it definitely is not like and, you wouldn't want to eat a girl out after like a 10 hour shift out in the sun yeah yeah or like a long bike ride or something no yeah just a long activity same shit with toes yeah and i think toes are probably even worse than what's up devin you want to say anything for the pod? You want to say anything to the youth of America? Come say it in the mic. Okay, never mind then. Devin has nothing to say. Did you go to Anytime Fitness? I sure did. Anytime you be fitness dick in your mouth. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Not really. That was dog shit. But anyways, uh, wait, Devin. What can you actually let us know your opinion on like uh toes and feet and like whether or not you would suck toes? What's my opinion on them? Yeah. You gotta like talk right into it. I honestly would not want to do anything with toes. It's disgusting. <sighs> Like, even if they're well taken care of, well groomed, like, nice and clean, and they're painted white. If there's going to be toes in my face, they got to be clean, like, right then and there. Let's assume they are. Fresh out the shower. Fresh out of the shower. I mean, fresh out the shower, though, you're still walking from the shower out of the shower. You you carry her out of the shower and lay her on the bed. I will make some exceptions for that, honestly. Painted white. Or light pink or light blue. No, honestly, no. I still don't think I would be willing to fuck with toes. <laughs> you know? It's definitely an acquired taste. All right, fair enough, Devin. You're just not advanced enough. You just... It, that's okay, bro. Toes are me, though. Dude, I'm literally toes, bro. That's what's up. Toe bros. Toe bros. That's what's up. So... I think I'm literally out of talking points, but what did you think when we first met? What were your first impressions? Did you think you were going to be on my podcast a year and a half later? No, honestly, when we first met, I didn't really think shit. The only thing I saw you doing, it looked like you were flirting with one of the fucking staff members at the shelter. I was like, shout out to Jasmine. That's the fake name. Jasmine, if you're listening, I hope you're doing very well. And it was fun working with you, and I'm I'm glad we shared memories together. You are pregnant now, so I hope that goes well. Yeah. And I hope you safely deliver your child, and it fulfills you and brings you joy in your life. I never finished the edible story because we went on feet. You fool. Finish the edibles. Okay, so when I so basically what I did is I took – it was about 1,000 milligrams of edibles. It's one of those moments where you're like, damn, these edibles ain't shit. And I was sitting there and I was just like, damn, I'm fucking chilling right now, but holy shit, I'm high. And then I start playing some EDM music. And Carlos thinks it's a bright idea to start flashing the lights on and off. Yeah, dude. And then he jumps on the bed, the lights are flashing, then he comes and starts shaking me. I pass the fuck out. I'm like, ah, like. Were you so high, like, you literally couldn't function, and you were like, my only option is just to try to sleep? Yeah, it actually got to that point. Yeah, I get that. I've been there. I was there recently, for sure. Yeah, so I was, so I was like, 
he flashed the lights and I like was passed out. Then I wake back up and I'm like, where the fuck am I? Like I stand up. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know what happened. Last thing I know, we're listening to EDM music and now all the lights are on and people are looking at me. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I get up and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Where am I? I mean, like I kind of understand where I am, but I have no clue what was going on. So then I, um, what is it? I go run out there and this is with my ex-girlfriend. She took edible stew but she only took like 400 milligrams but she still was fucked out of her mind and I, like props to her she took care of me that night even though she was fucked out of her mind too it was such a mental battle too that's what edibles i feel like are they're just a mental battle so carl after carlos is done flashing the lights i pass out i get back up and then he starts then now I get up and I start running around like, oh, what the fuck is going on? I don't understand what's going on. And I'm still gradually getting higher at this point. Fuck, bro. I hadn't even hit my peak yet. God damn it. Yeah. So I, yeah. So then I go outside. I'm laying outside and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then Carlos was like, all right, I'm going home. Peace out. And he was a little tipsy, which we don't advise drunk driving. Absolutely not. Very he ashamed was, of you, yeah, Carlos. He, Yeah. So... He goes home, then I'm like, holy shit, dude, come back and pick me up. And my ex was with me at this time, and we were it's just kind of us together. Two people that are extremely fucking stoned out of their mind. And we are, um, then we're going on a drive with him. And then I remember that he drank alcohol earlier, so I start tripping out. I'm like, holy shit, he's drunk. There's so many cops around. They know I'm so high right now. They're going to come pull me over. They're gonna he's gonna get arrested for drunk driving and I'm not sober and what they're I'm gonna get arrested too. Yeah, I feel that you can definitely go down those rabbit holes of like paranoia when you're way too high for sure. Mm-hmm. And I already have pretty bad paranoia already. Yeah. So adding on top of that was just like the worst experience of my life. So there's just hella like anxiety attacks. Just oh, awful. Yeah, like you like it's like you know when you're so high and like you're like shaking so like you're shaking so much like you can't stop. But like, I'm not gonna lie, that doesn't happen to me. I think that's more your anxiety than the actual really? weed. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's just because you guys are just anxious, and weed just kind of like can bring that out sometimes. No, yeah, definitely. If you get way too high, because I'm definitely, I don't think I'm shaky at all. Oh no, like, it's just when I get extremely. I, I honestly fucked. think that's just like the anxiety attack. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so then he comes and so we're like driving around then i'm like fuck this shit we get mcdonald's or something then like i want to go home and i swear to god i was on this road for an hour the same road i got stuck in a loop fuck bro off of edibles it happens man it happens and i was just looking and i kept on opening up my eyes and i kept on going back and like that loops that's like the second time i've ever been stuck in the loop loops are the scariest thing but the, I feel like the best way how to get out of the loops is listen to music that you don't know. Because I feel like a loop, obviously, it's a mental battle. Yeah. And it basically, if you, like, predict, you already know what's going to happen. It's a road that you drive down a lot. Something that's you know what's going to happen. And you think it's already happened because when you get high or off of any substance, it can kind of alter your time. How you feel, like, time. Time dilation, yeah. Very yeah. real. And... Can I get some more water? Yeah, bro. Of course. Oh, my God. I'm going to talk about this, my mushroom trip after you're done, and then we're going to wrap it up because we're at about like an hour five, brother. Sick. Didn't that go by pretty quick? Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Um, yeah, so I got stuck in that loop, and it was so bad. But they started playing some new music, some new songs. And I was just like, oh, shit. This is kind of like vibing and stuff. So then after like I was done with that loop or whatever, I somehow got myself out of it. I go home and I'm like, I'm so fucked still. And I'm like, what's going on? I hop in the shower. I was in that shower for, I swear to God, like three hours. Dude, showers can be very trippy when you're mega high. Yeah. For sure. Like when I would put my head underwater, I was like, I can't breathe. I'm going to die. And I couldn't get my head out of the water. I was like sitting there like this. Yo, I've been that high where you like are feeling all your bodily functions and like you have to think about breathing oh, and shit. And you stop you, like, breathing. You feel like the mucus going <laughs> down your throat and you're like, oh my God. I'm choking up my own mucus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I kind of want to get that high again, but I kind of don't. Yeah. It's like kinda, interesting. You're like, holy shit, I remember It's super interesting. This. Yeah. But it's like, fuck, it's just overwhelming as fuck. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was sat in the shower for a fat ass minute just staring and I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? And it was an outer body experience too. It wasn't like first person. Like I, I felt like I saw myself. Like from like I was looking down on myself. That's actually really cool, bro. I can't lie. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like almost as cool as like the time when I was tripping and I had a devil and an angel on my shoulder. That's also really fucking cool for sure. And I had to choose whether I wanted to. I felt like I, I literally had the choice to live or die. Damn, bro! I wish we had time for you to tell that story because that sounds fucking awesome. But maybe if you come back on a future episode, we can talk about it. Yeah, then we can get Carlos's bitch ass up. Yeah, true. Okay, so I'm going to talk about my mushroom trip really quick because I feel like I haven't talked about it. And this shit is, it was a great time. So I tripped last Friday. Uh, this is going to be coming out like two Thursdays from now. So the timeline is not going to make sense. But last Friday from when I was, I'm filming this now. So it's, it was eight days ago. <clears throat> I'd planning for it. I've been planning for it the whole week. I had my roommate, like, he agreed to trip sit me and shit. And I was like, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. We're going to go to a hiking trail on the mountain. And uh, I'm going to drink my mushroom tea. And then we're going to go through the hike. And then, you know, it's going to be a grand old time. And so, uh, yeah, the day comes. I wake up. I was super tired, but it was all good. I got out of bed. We did all the shit. We got to the hiking trail, drank my tea. And then I remember, like... I was coming up as we were walking up the the trail leads to like the peak of this little mountain. It's super nice, super nice. I love that trail. But um, so we were we were like approaching, and I was on the come up, and like the come up of mushrooms is super crazy. It like it it can definitely cause you to be really nervous, and like uh, and it can cause anxiety for some people. But once you get over the come up, like get over the hump, and then kind of settle into like okay, I'm in mushroom town now. Like this is my vibe. Then. It's like, you know, you chill out, you mellow out, you just like get into it. I'm not going to lie though. When you make um, mushroom tea, I put uh, lemon juice in it because the citric acid like breaks down the mushrooms and it makes them hit like harder, but like for a shorter amount of time. So the come up comes on like super strong and you peak super hard, bro. When I was peaking, so we got to the top of this mountain and my body, because I had never taken this much mushrooms before. Like the stomach, the fucking um, the fucking food poisoning aspect of it was hitting me hard. Like my stomach was hurting. I had to puke. I had to shit. 
clutch move thank god i brought toilet paper so i ended up shitting on some tree at the top of this mountain and it was so beautiful i was like naked and i was like <laughs> i felt like i was a, i felt like i belonged in nature like i felt like at one with the earth it was so beautiful i'm not gonna lie and it like there's no way to describe the feelings you get when you're on mushrooms bro you really just connect with nature and you're like this is like where we came from this is who we are you know it's so beautiful but um so yeah, I shit and then puked at the top of this mountain and then I like I just like the nausea was too much to where I couldn't move. Like I wasn't going to throw up again, but like every time I moved, I felt shitty, so I kind of decided to lay down at the top of this mountain and then the sun came up on the side of the mountain and all these dragonflies just appeared out of nowhere, like a thousand of them, and they just all start flying around us while the sun's coming up and I was like, this is possibly like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. It was fucking incredible. But then I had a lot of revelations and these were golden teacher mushrooms. So it was a really introspective. They weren't super visual. The visuals were definitely there, but it wasn't as visual as some of the other breeds of mushrooms for sure. Like I was staring up into the clouds and the clouds started doing crazy shit. And I was seeing like cats and dogs in the clouds. And I was like, okay, holy fuck. Like there got times where it was so intense, like just staring at the clouds. I had to like look away because I was like, holy fuck, that's crazy. It was incredible, bro. My roommate, Scott, literally turned into a cat. He turned into Puss in Boots. Cause like, and I think I connected it with him being like in touch with his feminine energy and like his spirit animal possibly being like a cat or something. Because what's crazy is he took mushrooms like a month ago. And when he was tripping, he said he felt like he was a cat. Like straight up. He was like doing like a bunch of cat shit in his bed, like purring and meowing and like scratching and shit. And I was like dude it makes sense that's like your spirit animal like that's what you identify as <clears throat> and um yeah it was crazy man i made these revelations like one revelation i made was that like in order to like allow love to flow in in and out of your life like you have to let love flow through you you feel me i felt like i was hogging too much love i was like not letting it flow through me i was just kind of like holding on to it and then i made that big realization and i was like there's an infinite abundance of love in the world why am i not letting it flow through me why am i hogging it you feel me so that was a big revelation i made and um and then what the other revelation i made is that like everything in life is about balance like you got to balance work and personal life you got to balance like physical exercise diet like but also enjoying food and shit like literally everything in my life is just about balance now because that's when I feel most happy. When I wasn't working full time, when I wasn't like hitting the gym four days a week, I started feeling depressed and I was like, fuck, why am I feeling so sad? But then once you get depressed, it's really hard to get out of that because you don't have the motivation to like hit the gym. You know what I'm saying? So it's a super vicious cycle. Everything in life is about balance, like balance because doing hard shit is satisfying and rewarding and makes you happy and physical exercise is like one of the best mood elevators naturally in the fucking like whole world like physical exercise is a very beautiful serious like it's a big part of my life bro like and you don't have to hate it you don't have to hit the treadmill that sounds awful sounds boring as fuck like do something you enjoy like go kayaking play basketball like there's so many options for physical activity just to make sure your body is healthy. You know, you got to take care of the body that take care takes care of you, you know? 
But um, yeah, bro, the trip was so beautiful. Like after I peaked at the top of the mountain and the sun came up, like I was starting to feel better. And then we started coming down the mountain and I literally felt like I was a chimpanzee in the forest. Like I was making like chimp sounds and shit. I was like, and I was like, this feels so natural. Like I literally feel like a monkey. And then one of the trees literally was whispering to me straight up. I walked past a tree and there was like this little branch that came out. And I heard, as I walked by it, I heard like, I was like, what the fuck? And then I came back up to it, put my ear up to it. And this is literally what I heard. It was like, it was like whispering, but like, I couldn't understand what it was saying. And I was like, holy fuck, this tree is literally talking to me. Imagine if that's how life actually was. I think it is, bro, in a way, but I feel like we can't, like, we don't have access to that normally in normal consciousness. You feel me? I feel like mushrooms are like a gateway to the spirit world. You feel me? So I, I think I literally was hearing a tree talking. Yeah, I could actually. That makes a lot more sense but, because I feel like we're pretty closed off to everything. Yeah, but that's super hippie shit, super trippy spiritual shit. You don't have to believe that. But guys, that was episode six of Casting Couch. Thank you, Carson, for joining me, sire. I had such a great time speaking with you. Do you have any like social medias or shit you want to plug? Um, I have a TikTok. It's I only bank fours. Okay, awesome. I'll put that in the description. Yeah, and Carzuni is my Instagram. Hell yeah. But I only bang fours is a reference to cars because I like Hondas and Hondas are four bangers. Like four cylinders? Yeah. Gotcha. Got Honda makes six cylinders, don't they? Yeah, but they're pretty known for their four cylinder motors. Got you, bro. Got you. Uh, okay well thanks for listening guys I'm, i hope you enjoyed uh don't forget to check out the instagram the youtube the snapchat at chappy tits thank you for watching leave comments and concerns and questions in the comments section below share this with your friends if you enjoyed don't be selfish take care have a blessed day goodbye sick <laughs>